Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's Monday. I am back in St. Louis, Missouri with Andrew Collin in studio. How's it going, Andrew? I missed you this weekend, pal. Oh, yeah? Oh, pal. pal. How do you feel about pal, by the way? I like pal. You don't mind pal? Yeah, I mean, pal just sucks <laughs> when you like like a guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like they pal you. What's like the, I know top one, bottom one's ma'am. coming. Ma'am. Ma'am is the worst. Oh. Have you been called, ma'am? All the t- it's 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 <laughs> it's it's just the go-to now, <laughs> lady and ma'am. Don't When's ever. When's the last I time you've been called missed. ma'am? When's the last time you were called ma'am? I mean, all the when I travel, you know, ma'am, you you got to check that bag, ma'am. The, like it's it's all day. It's I am ma'am. I am ma'am. It's going to be nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> You might be, yeah. You might have to step in for I Am Legend too. Yeah, Sir has got to feel good. No, no, Sir is like ma'am. It's like it's yeah. like you're knighted. Oh, uh, excuse me, sir. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. I could help you, sir. What do you like, like? Usually, bo- boss. I like gray bearded bitch. That's fun when some but guy. But there's no miss of of 
Boy. Boy Mis- is derogatory. Mister sounds weird. Mister. Hey, Mister. mister. <laughs> it's always like a little poor child tugging yeah, on your feels a little lapel. Not your lapel. What's that? Excuse me, mister. It just, yeah, it feels. Mister. Mister. It's, it's someone who's either going to scam or they're really in danger. Yeah. And you might cause them to be in danger. Um, <laughs> yeah, ma'am sucks, but it's just the way it is. But I did, I have been getting hit on a lot more recently. Why, you think? I don't know. I, it because just doesn't seem single. like something that happens. Oh, maybe. <laughs> That's, That's a really good point. They just like sense it. Because you're wearing a ring? <laughs> I am wearing a ring. I, I mean, I have one on my ring finger too, because the only one that fits. It's the, my daintiest little finger. And it's the only one that fits this small one, and I didn't want to lose it, so I put it on my, it looks like an engagement ring. Um, no, I, um, yeah, how, I just got hit on, just on the, no, just on the street. I was wearing an F boy. I yeah. mean, I looked like shit just going down to get my coffee. Just woke up, no makeup. Um, but when you have your, when you have long blonde hair, it's kind of an eye catcher. And that, that was, if I would have had it back, it wouldn't have happened. What and this mean? guy was have just in his back? car. Oh, oh, in his car? Oh, yeah. And he car, just threw the window. Just go, he was like, you know, uh, getting in his car after it was parked. So he's in his car and he just rolled down the passenger side window and was like, uh, he said, next time that coffee's on me. He goes, what's your number? Next time that coffee's on me. <gasps> Black and guy. You talked to him or you or were you? Whenever, I have to say, when I gain some weight, that's when I start getting hit uh, on by, you know. By black men. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. No, it feels great. Yeah. And I was delighted by it. And I just was like, Oh, <laughs> thank you. You know, like I was like happy. And then um, the other day, there was another one too. Where did it happen? It was so flattering. I mean, it, it, in my 20s, I would have been like, fuck you, you know, but now. I feel like when, um, keep it I guess it's kind of a cat call in a way. That was totally I, a cat call. Yeah, definitely a cat call. I I drove, you know, I was in the, fi- the fish truck when I like rode around in a fish truck. Yeah. I was a fishmonger. Slash fish truck delivery guy. So I, a lot of cat calls coming from a fish truck mm. where I felt kind of uncomfortable. But I honestly feel like. So these, you saw it happening. You saw oh. the guys do it. Oh, do, yo, look at her. Like but the I whole know drive. that guy is doing it all day. If he did that to me looking like I looked like, he must be doing it all day long. There's This was not. It's not a bad was, move. Park outside Starbucks. Plenty of hot women. Hey, next time. Coffee's on me. Coffee's on me. I have I'm the like, app. You won't don't want to know how much this coffee costs. I doubt it will be on you next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is yeah, honestly yeah. more than a a drink you would buy at a bar. Yeah, um, he's like, so what's that coffee? You start re- he just peels off halfway through the order. It's <laughs> not like, even Jesus, halfway. I hate bankrupt. this woman. I'm like, and two stevia. <laughs> and if you don't have stevia, I don't want anything. He's like, at shut all. up, bitch. Shut up. But what was like, the other one? God but, damn, it was really oh, good. But the funny thing about a cat call though is like. I think every guy will be like, all those guys are like, yo, nice ass, smile. If you actually turn, you're like, oh, that's very nice of you. They wouldn't have anything. They know you're going to <laughs> respond. Yeah. Like ignoring them or, mm. no, there was a, oh, I know where it was. It was in New York and I was gussied up for this like meeting I had and it was on the street and it was just like a really old, like an old guy, like a 50 year old like construction worker. And I just saw him clock me and he's walking by, he's very busy. And I was looking for a meal because a meal had my bags and I'm standing on the street kind of like, looked like a lost little girl just looking on every direction because I was at this corner and he could be coming from any direction. <laughs> and all these, I mean, it's, it's lunchtime and it's down it's by like Hudson Yards. So there's tons of people like walking by and this guy, I, I saw him like looking at me and he's just like, oh my God, 
look at you. Oh my God. And I just kind of looked at him like, what is this? What are you doing? You know? And then it's he like, kept- ma'am, you have toilet paper on your shoe. <laughs> like, toilet pooper. <laughs> I don't know what I said. <laughs> and he, he kept walking and kept staring. And it was very creepy, actually. Like he got halfway down the block the other way and was still turning around and taking it all in. I mean, and that was how does that feel as a woman? That does not feel good. This, this guy was, I mean, I never, t- there is something about it that's like, oh, I guess I still got it. But. When I really break it down, these guys are doing it all day long, and it's just a, a numbers game. Eventually, I guess it's, they think it's going to pay off. I mean, I have seen videos of women, they get hit on, the guy's like in a shitty car, or next to a shitty car, and then he moves to his Lamborghini, mm. and the girl is like, oh, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't know how much of it's right. staged. Did you look at the car at all? Do you care about the car? Being nice? I don't being remember. Shitty? Car blind. Don't know. Car blind. Car, car blind. Yeah. Carblind.com. <laughs> I just you can't. Like, I'll buy that. <laughs> uh, I just yeah, I don't care. But I was watching. You don't think it would matter though if it was a, a guy in a BMW versus uh, a guy. It would probably feel better because it's. It, I was watching the Tinder Swindler last night. Have you seen it? No, but I love the name. It's so Fun. good. Have you seen it, Noah? I'll watch it. I've tonight. heard so much about it. It's really good. Like it? It's done by the same people okay. that did uh, the same woman that did. Um, don't fuck with cats. So oh, it's yeah. really well produced. It's a documentary. I thought it was like a. Um, I don't like when real stories are turned into like dramas oh i don't either like Except the um, oj one was not bad oh that one was great okay i don't want to <laughs> say that i don't like it ever but i would like w- w- there's um you know there's the we work guy oh there's this new show called we crashed and it's with um uh what's her name the girl who everyone didn't like that was in the devil wears prada brown hair she hosted the oscars with james franco Anne hathaway yes Anne it's hathaway. with her and then i mean Anne sure Pooper. and then jared leto <laughs> that's what they got nominated for a bunch okay. i guess it's called we crash and it's about we work which was do you know what about we work yeah i mean they were like you know the timing couldn't have been worse for them for coven is that why they no, crashed no oh. dude no they i mean it was like a whole the guy was a swindler Oh, another Tinder site. There was some tweet recently where a girl was like, "Where's all the serial killers?" Because I keep going to bed to women getting con now. Like she was talking, like you know, women used to love murder podcasts, and now it's all just con men because there's bad vegan, there's Tinder swindler, there's there's some other ones too. Uh, we crashed. It's just women believing this guy, uh, Nexium. All these guys, they're just culty. Oh, so this Losers. is about the WeWork guy in his personal life, not about the business. No, I mean, no, it's about the business, oh, but okay. it's about him being a lot like the, um, like, what's her name? The girl who talked like this, like lying yeah. to investors. Elizabeth Holmes. Being, yes, being very enigmatic and everyone investing in this thing and his company, which is a, basically a real estate company that is just shared space, which isn't a new thing, but he invented this like whole, uh, he was just, it, you gotta see we work so uh, but i'm asking you there's so there's the drama version called we crashed and it's like a series and then there is a um documentary called like we work yeah about it i don't know what it's called what would you choose to watch if Doc, you wanted to know about something documentary all day who the fuck is choosing the drama I don't know. I, well, who are these people that want to watch that over like what really happened because the dramas lie Yes. And they fabricate because it's not interesting enough. And the people are doing fake accents. And it's just, I just, I was thinking about that. There's a certain type of person who prefers the fictionalized version of a nonfiction thing. And there's, I just like documentaries so much more because I know I'm not, 
I mean, of, of course, things are exaggerated for documentaries. I'm not completely, you know, I'm just not buying everything they give me, but it just feels like I'm getting more facts. Yeah, I'm trying to People think. People don't of, like facts I'm anymore. I'm trying I don't to think, think about a, a, a movie that I've enjoyed. Like, they made so many 9 11 movies. They made yeah. so. So, you know, about like a real life thing, Titanic, I guess, was better than the documentary. Yeah, but, it but I would how good not watch, is. I would watch Titanic after I watched the documentary because I would want to know what happened to the, the truth. <laughs> and I did know the truth about the Titanic. I mean, like I knew enough. You knew he painted but her we naked. Work, I knew nothing about. <laughs> and I go, and the other night I see both options and I go, who would ever choose the fictionalized version where it's just Jared Leto yeah. and Anne Hathaway telling yeah. you what it's like? Or the Anna Delvey story, the one that inventing Anna that everyone watched. Yeah. I read the New York Magazine p- piece about it, which is why this show even got made. And it was so fascinating. And I'm not trying to be like, I read and so I'm better, but I got every piece of information that could possibly, I mean, this thing was based off of this piece. This thing was a tome to read. It was like a book to read this article. I had no interest in watching the fictionalized version. So None. Then, so then why because, would you be interested in Titanic if you saw the Titanic documentary? Well, because it was a, a an epic, because it was something that... Wouldn't it be funny if the documentary... It's a movie. Wouldn't it be funny if the documentary spent like an hour on how he painted her tits? And like, because like, Titanic <laughs> was fictional from the game. What do you mean? There was not a Leo character. There was not a Rose character. There was not a Billy Zane character. Those were that was a oh. fictional story. So taking, if it's all fake, you're you're into it. It was taking place during a time that was real and an event that was real. But the story itself was. Gotcha. If it was based on a real story, I would not have interest in it. And I was in eighth grade at the time, and you just see Titanic because it's what everyone saw. Yeah. But I saw Tindler Swindler last night because I thought it, I thought it was a. Fictional, you know, I thought it was a, uh, I forget what they call those. Um, but no, it's a documentary and it's so good. And do you think you could fall for a guy like this? E- yeah. After watching it? Um, no, after watching it, no. Because but you also believe dead people are real. It's after going to, it. yeah, Tyler Henry's show. I'm, I'm sold on an afterlife. Sold. I mean, that is a big life I watched change. some of it. It was, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could get over, like, I don't know. I you didn't like more. I didn't like the, I liked him. I don't like the people that he interviews a lot, or at least the first, the women, the first episode. I just, I don't know. Oh, the girls that have the friend. Yeah, it just didn't. Yeah, really that one catch was not me. a good. Ep- that one wasn't good enough. Yeah. Stay with it. All right, I'll try again. It gets so much better, but the Tindler Swindler. So, you do know anything about it? I know that this guy like stole money from women. Yeah, yeah. and it's he pre- pretty much presents a business model for men to follow to he did a ponzi scheme which is essentially like you're paying the next person with the money you steal from the person before that and you're you're stealing money from this person by paying the debts like he just and i don't know how this guy even got started but he um millions 10 tens of millions of dollars from different women and um it's just fascinating how he worked because he would get them to fall in love with him his jet setting life like instantly the thing that would worry me but I have to say, because I know a lot of our listeners have seen this because so many people have seen the show, where it would get me and make me worried, and I'm proud of myself for this, and I think more women should be observant of this, is these women were desperate to find a partner, which I have been before, and have a boyfriend, and just have this fucking done with, and have someone that loves you. They would meet this guy, and he would fall for them instantly. They would fall for him? No, he would fall, he would, you know, play like he was falling for oh, them. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
if a man doesn't have time to get to know you, he cannot fall in love with you. It's too fast. He doesn't know you. When I have dealt with men before, a famous man, in fact. That like love bombs, like too early kind of thing? Yeah, where yeah. he goes, you're so fascinating. You are, <laughs> there's this really famous guy that, you know, I became, that you know, kind of romantically involved with, but he, he didn't know me at all. He never asked a question about me. He didn't, we didn't have phone conversations. It was all based on like sexting kind of stuff. And he, and you gave him 80 grand. It wasn't lo- love bombing, but it was just like, <laughs> you intrigue me. You are different. Like, there's something about you. I just really, you're special. Like, and I go, where are you? I, one day I said, where are you getting this from? Have you watched my, spe- like my specials? And he goes, yeah, I watched your special. And I go, okay, there you go. You, then you did some research. I can see how you would watch banging and be like, there's something about this girl. That's interesting. You get to know me in that. But these girls, this guy is, someone needs time to fall in love. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would advise women and men is like, if someone is seeing the real you and just gets you too soon, that isn't something that is telepathed. You need to actually know about a person, yeah. spend time with them to love them. You feel like you're just, a guy can literally do that. It's like Mad Libs. You're just filling in a role. Oh He's God. doing the same thing probably over and over again. When this he knows what works. Out. It's like a salesman. It's like, uh, well, not Wall Street. The You know, there's a set thing. These are the things. These are the rebuttals. And you do it over time. And he treated it probably like a job, like a sales yeah. call, right? I Most mean, likely. When these, when, when it, so in the documentary, the girls find out they're being swindled. They get together. They take it to the press. It becomes an, expo- I'm not ruining too much. It becomes a thing. And then girls that are currently dating him see the article come up on their Instagram. They're like, my boyfriend, is this Tinder swindler? And because the Tinder Tinder swindler was coined by a a Norwegian paper, and um, that's such a catchy name. It's so good. Like whoever did, yeah, Fiddler on the roof. I don't know why it reminds me of Swindler on your roof. Fiddler, yeah, Swindler on your roof. I don't know Tinder Swindler, but they would. It sounds fun. They would compare all of the WhatsApp messages to their own. Identical, same, Uh, and it makes them feel so special because he is a good conman. Have you ever seen? Um, we were about to do top one, bottom one, catch me if you can, was going to be my movie oh, for, love we that were going to do movie. That movie teaches you how manipulative and uh, these guys can be and how charming. That guy was brilliant though too. He actually really, remember the part where he passed the board? Like he actually yeah. passed? Yeah. I, I mean, they're often really smart. This guy, oh. and he's, Was this guy oh. poor? You could just kind of ruin it for me. I don't care. I don't want to ruin it for our fans. He uh, is not, was we he don't really even know what he, yeah, he's not poor, but he came from like humble means, okay. beginnings, and he just lied and said that his family started. was a I diamond magnate. He was the son of a diamond magnate that was like you know the hundred thirty seventh richest man in the world. I wonder who the first girl was. Does it? Say That's what I'm the- saying. Like, how does this guy get started? Yeah. But well, do you man, think the first girl broke his heart enough that he like kind of hates women oh, in a way that, that he does story. this? But that is, Ugh. you know, on uh, Perfect Strangers too. That's often the story for like why these guys go rogue. It's like so one hard. girl broke my heart, and usually the one girl is your mother. Oh, you hate women because your mother <laughs> is a fucking cunt, and that is what ha- like so many men hate women because their aunt or their mother or someone beat them, <laughs> neglected them, molested them, and it's really tragic, but. It, I, and it's not an excuse. It's real. 
Like yeah. that stuff. And the same with women. They will not trust men because their father, their brother, you know, whatever it is. She never paid me to do chores. And now I'm going to take it out on every woman. You meet his mom in the thing, too, a little bit. Really? Yeah. Mrs. She has mom? quite a, a bump on her back. These people that have giant lumps on their back. Oh, like it's when an they're interesting hunchback, thing, yeah. When do you just go, well, this is weird. Maybe uh, I'm just going to sit up straight a little bit more. How do you lean into that? No, but some literally, yeah, yeah. I think some of those diseases—it's like a disease. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you yeah. can't stand straight through it. Right. You could try, well, but it's it's progressive. Thing, Let's be honest. There's the phone thing. That's but, the hump but that you, you could s- fix. Yeah, I'm like, don't message me about like it's a it's a vertebrae issue. Like, I, if it's a genetic bone issue, different. But I'm saying, tech neck, which we all have. Yes. You're supposed to, you know, look at your phone from this, your jawline. If you look at your jaw right below your ear, that's supposed to be the little um, radius point from which you do this. So that you, but we all go like that. We do it from the bottom of our neck, which just creates this hump. Don't you at some point go, things, uh, wow, that picture of me. I'm going to start, I'm going to try to do something about this. I've noticed I had tech neck living in New York. And it's gone away a lot living here. Yeah. Because you walk around in New York. Always. This. The oh whole God. time. Yeah. We 23 gotta... hours a day. I'm not like that anymore. I'm not on my phone as much. If I am, I'm in bed laying like that. So now I have yeah. a hump here, <laughs> which looks cool. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. balancing it out. Soon I'll lean on this side and I'll have fucking five humps. <laughs> Old camel. Camel shoulders. All right, we gotta take a quick break. We'll come back with more. Andrew! Coming in now. Come on, hold on. <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, we're back. Technic. <laughs> Technic sounds like dinners went like it's fun. Anything yeah. that rhymes, you could be a murderer if it's fun if it rhymes. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to think like uh I don't know. Uh grapey rapey. No. No, no one's not as <laughs> Kind of Good. forced. I... These are forced. <laughs> I'm just like the grapey rapist. <laughs> forced. Um, yes. So this weekend, uh, yeah. I was in Canada. You weren't able to go because your flight got like delayed, <gasps> you know, minutes. And so it made it so you weren't going to. Wasn't it delayed like an hour or no, something? No, it got delayed eight hours. Oh, I didn't There was that. nothing in between. Oh, wow. Oh. It went from 6 a.m. to like a uh, 3 p.m. flight. You're right. And it was just like, yeah, I was, I, I, I felt really bad. Like, I really did want to go. Like, I felt fucking, bad, not for me though, right? Because I, let that, the, I, that really annoys me to hear. I, I felt bad because I'm just like, I, but I, I don't know what to do with that because I told you, like, even when you texted me, I was at dinner. I was just like, it's fine. Don't care. Like, do you not believe me? I believe you. I just think, like, I know how much you work and how much you would have to travel to do. Go from L.A. But to Winnipeg. But I still Winnipeg. have to, whether you come or not. That's true. It's just like, I think it's more about, like, I feel bad because I want, it sounds cheesy, but, like, I do, like, want to be there for you. Like, oh, I do feel nice. like there's, like, a team work kind of thing, mm -hmm. even when we're on the road, that, like, yeah. that, like, if I'm not there, like, I do feel like I am 
part of the show in a way. Yes. I, I do think well, because of this podcast. Well, the fans were definitely sad. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, th- that's was, not me. I know that's not you. So you can feel bad for the fans that were disappointed that you weren't there, but don't feel bad for me. Do no, you know what I mean? I, I get that. I think you're taking it like... like that's like, why I asked, do you feel bad because you're letting me down? Because th- you're not. Okay, well, that's good. Right. That feels good and bad. <laughs> okay, but why? That, because it feels bad because it's like, actually, I don't need you at all. I'm fine I no kind of realized it was like being... I like having you around because it's fun, but it was just... I have some, there are some thoughts I have now about tour having done this alone. Cause I'm like, there's something about doing it alone. Like I did miss the hangs, but I'm realizing like, so oftentimes I want the hang after the show and I'm not getting that with the group that I have assembled because everyone works so hard before and everyone's tired afterwards. And mm-hmm. I want more like energy afterwards. So I'm kind of like, cause beforehand, we don't even get to hang that much on the on the tour and so now i'm like but i want you there because the fans and because it is fun to have you around but we don't really get to hang that much especially with the amount of travel and just yeah like there and because i'm i sleep during the day you're running around buying nike looking at the the town yeah i'm really going (laughs) nike town (laughs) but like because we have different the way we approach the road is different. You're tired after the show, which is normal to be. I'm not. And so I'm usually alone after the show anyway. Yeah. Like I'm still alone. And I just need to figure out a way so that people can stay up a little bit with me afterwards because that's the hang that I want. I mean, and I look, was alone this time too. I mean, my openers left. I made my openers in uh, Winnipeg like stay and hang out. But you could tell they were like, kind of like, okay, can we, yeah, can like we go 5 sleep? Five a.m. Like, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like eleven, you know. And, but um, I get it. It's I just am so amped up after a show. It's what hard do you like for me to, to do? Is it just talking to people? Honestly, like, what, what do you all enjoy? I want in life, all I want, like literally, my my passion in life is mm-hmm. hanging and talking. talking. Is just laughing and talking, watching a show together, like. Just everyone relax. No one being like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta go soon," or like on their phone, like, "I really, oh, I gotta go to bed." Like, I just want people present and talking. That's all I want. Like, I was talking to um, Carlisle about this because she's like working this, you know, restaurant job, and she's just like, you know, what am I doing with my life? And I'm I'm not even happy and if I can't make it in the business I don't think I'm going to be happy and I'm like it is not shows do not make shows are great and they're fun but I do everything I do so that I can just hang out and have fun like my happiness is sitting on the couch with Carlisle Chris if Andrew wants to come like with my friends my boyfriend my dog watching a show and making fun of it that is all I want in life. And yeah, I work really hard so that I can do that and not be freaking out about money and stuff like that. That yeah. is like also that takes you out of those moments. But I just I I don't get that on the road as much because everyone cares too everyone's really anxious before a show whether it's because, you know, they're tour managing and running around and doing things or or they're like sound checking or worrying about you know, and and like, it makes sense. Or taking in a town and like going out and doing touristy things, which I'm not doing because I'm like saving my energy for the show. Not because that's the right thing to do, but because that's just what I need to do after a day of travel. I just like to sleep. But I just, my schedule isn't the same. Mm-hmm. 
Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. after a show, you are you're so funny. That's my favorite, Andrew, because you're like deliriously tired and just saying wacky things. <laughs> yeah, real wacky. <laughs> but you want to go. I mean, there's times. I mean, sometimes I feel like you're so amped up <laughs> that like you have an ability to do 45 podcasts when there's no podcast. Like you have, <laughs> you. it's incredible. Like I don't even know, like I don't even know if anyone even has to be there. It could just be a, a, a stuffed bear and you could talk its head off, which is interesting, but yeah. like it's hard to keep up with sometimes. Um, yeah. But th- that being said, like, I don't know, man, part of me is like, I-, I just want to feel like, and I know it's just like, it's an ongoing thing where it's like, it's just 10 minutes or whatever, but it's like, I do think that my, ta- again, it goes back to my talent that like, I feel like I do make a better show yes. for people because I am that funny and I am that good at what I do. Mm-hmm. So there is a level of like, okay, I know the hang's great. Again, you know, like I want to be there because I want to. Fu- also, a lot of people listen to this podcast. Yes, they they probably feel like they would. You know, I got a lot of messages like I can't believe you didn't. Like, I did mad too. at me. Yes, and stuff. And I was like, well, I'm not. It's not <laughs> necessarily my show, but like, so then there's like that whole thing. I'm getting messages like, how could you not come to Canada? Like, I was like, I, dude, I tried. Like, bro, like it's a 15 hour flight both ways for one show for me, me to do it's hard for me to do that yeah yeah and it's your show you know what i mean and, and so all those kind of things go through my head and and in regards to like i think i feel bad because like i know how hard you work and for me to be like that's why i was like look i'll fly to vancouver because no, i of, know you were yeah so those are the things and like i know that that doesn't af- necessarily affect you but there is still got to be a level of like i'm working this much and i could do these fucking flights He's not working as much, and he doesn't want to do these. That that kind of goes. Oh through my no! Head. I uh, th- that flights are annoying no matter what, and that was why I was like, no, that is not. Yeah. Don't do this to yourself. It is a fuck. Going to Canada is such hell. No offense <laughs> to Canada, I love you so much, but for some reason they treat you like a criminal. Like you're trying to get in there I didn't to start get into a sex trafficking ring. One time to Canada, they are so mean, and they make me feel like. The border control people have such a power trip. They make me feel bad about coming. And I'm always left. And Air Canada are such rude flight attendants. I honestly, no offense. I think it's part of, it's the French thing. They do everything in English and French. And in order to do that, they need people, French people working. And they're just rude. And yeah. they're, they make you take out your headphones. So you listen to their little announcement. Oh, they gosh. don't let you put your fucking guitar in the overhead thing even though it fits i almost got into a karen moment on the plane like i almost snapped (laughs) because my guitar was gonna snap because they were handling it roughly and they wouldn't let me they made me gate check it and i was like i know it's gonna fit but i couldn't prove it because i was on on the plane yet then i get in there and i go it would have fit can i get have it back because it's gonna break down below. And what's annoying is you bring a soft case to fit, right? Yeah, and they're and like, they case. go, "Well, you should have a hard case if you yeah. don't want it to break." And I go, "Well, it would have fit because yes. it's a small guitar, there's the, bitch." There's the, there's the rub. That's the rub. The bitch. But <laughs> uh, there's something about I. I loved Winnipeg and Vancouver. They were some of the best shows I've ever had. I'm sorry to say that. I'm not trying to make you have FOMO, but they were no, truly the best audiences. The best. Um, hangs afterwards oh. with the the people that were at the meet and greet. They were some of my favorite shows ever. I the, and I would tell you if they weren't. I mean, they were. But there's something about. 
going through customs that makes me feel like I don't even want to do this. Yeah. Because I am treated so shittily and I'm treated like a suspect. The dogs are constantly sniffing around my bags. I get to baggage claim. The bags aren't coming out, so we all have to wait. But then the the fucking um, customs agents, after we've already been through customs, start going up to us going like, let me see your passport. And it's like, do you think I'm loitering here just for fun because I'm waiting for a <laughs> drug deal to go down? I'm waiting for my goddamn bag. And they, they talk to you so rudely that it just... It's like dealing with a cop in in the state. Like cops are so rude upon approach that you already feel guilty and you get an attitude. It's and so, so I go weird. into Canada yeah, feeling yeah. guilty, mm -hmm. angry, and like I don't even want to do this. It's not worth it. It took nine hours, no, twelve hours to get to Winnipeg because it, and, and everyone's so slow. The TSA, <laughs> the going through. I go, who is? Is there like an, a, a terrorist yeah. organization that is trying to target Air Canada because they act like that's the one that's going to be taken down? Yeah. And I just am They're like, they're like, oh yeah, it's like no one wants to really just start profiling. Yeah. When has a, a blonde girl in a Taylor Swift T-shirt ever been, you know, Annoying? radicalized? Oh, oh radicalized. <laughs> By, <laughs> by ISIS. Now you're giving them ideas, Nikki. I mean, honestly, maybe I was going to say that to them. Like, you have to take out my guitar and go through it. Look, look who it, look who is. Yeah, and who are you, Desperado over I here? Just what do you got, a machine gun slash I'm guitar? I'm sorry I'm in a bad mood about it. And I, it, I, what, I did miss you on the road. But this but is I my just... whole point. This is my whole point, though. This, These are the thoughts I'm having of you having to deal with all this shit. And me not having to deal with it, and then they're but being... you. But I'm not one of these people that goes. He's I want getting... him to have a bad time so that I like that does not that doesn't make me feel better to go. I'm gonna bring you on the shit show too. That's not like that does and because you being there wouldn't help me deal with these fucking people. It would honestly we could have laughed about it probably. Yeah, just also, like we're doing now. <laughs> also, I look more like a terrorist than you, so <laughs> I probably would have gotten it. I probably would have gotten more of. The... <laughs> You would have been fine. This is the thing. You travel with me, you never get terrorized. Or what it, looked at as a terrorist. Terrorized. Terrorized. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if anyone's getting terrorized, it's me. We got to get to, like, at least one news story. Terrorized sounds like analyzed in a way. <laughs> okay, here comes the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. We started the pod a little late today. Maybe you didn't hear it here first. I'm going to apologize if it's the fifth time. But anyways, <laughs> it's Monday, folks. You know what that means. It's Monday. Hope you're having all the swells. Uh, Nikki really does love Air Canada. She's just kidding. JK, no, I hate it, hates Air it. Canada. Oh, and no one from Air Canada is going to listen to this. But they really, they're the Spirit Airlines. of, And Spirit Airlines actually is pretty good. They just charge you a lot for stuff, but they're actually nice. I just get scared that their chairs are going to fall apart. They look like uh, lawn chairs in there. In, really? Spirit, Spirit Airlines? Really? Yeah, they're made out of like weird tinfoil. <laughs> Anyhow, back to you, Noah. Just for the, you know, it's fine to be made of tinfoil. You're not going to survive a crash anyway. I've talked. I talk, it's the illusion. My buddy works at Boeing. I asked him all those like annoying questions. Like, About, why, like why it doesn't have a parachute? Why don't each seat? Why doesn't the roof fly off and then just eject? <laughs> Okay, that's no, not a bad I, idea. I, no one needs to get to the story because she sent us this weird, oh my terrifying God. graphic. I thought this was catch I me need... if you can. Oh, so are you going to ask us if <laughs> okay. he's running away from us or towards us? Okay, that's my guess. Yes. Does it look like catch yes. me if you can? Yes. It do does. you it see in, in the optical illusion? Do you see the man running towards you or away from you? I think it depends on how I'm looking at it, but I see. Is him this going to tell us whether we think we're a victim the, the, or the first thing? Okay. First thing okay. You see, away or I toward? Think... Ready? One, two, three. Away. Toward. 
Oh, interesting. Okay. So this optical illusion reveals if you have a female or male brain, depending on what you see first. Okay. Wait, does females if, already, because th- it's a man, we think they're raping us? They're going to come. If you saw the man running towards you, it's, it means that you try to solve your problems and pass life's difficult obstacles using your spot-on analytical skills and good reason. Mm-hmm. You learn very quickly once you become curious about something, um, and that's when you focus all your energy on it until you come up with an idea how to approach it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not a good multitasker. Once mm. you come up with an idea, you have a strong opinion about something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you're ready to back it up with convincing arguments because you're sure of yourself and your great focus and attention skills. And um, it, it's it said more male brain for that one. Okay. Yeah. If if you saw the man running away from you, which is what Andrew and I saw, your analytical skills and reasoning are at their max. You rely on your senses and reasoning, and you don't rush when making a decision. Your brain is at its best when you immerse yourself in something creative or you're creating something from scratch. You're a great multitasker and you always have an amazing memory. Um, What you can always count on are your intuition and excellent senses. Okay, so people got to go look at this picture. Yeah. To see for themselves. It'll be on our YouTube. It'll be on our YouTube. And I'll link to it. And and it'll be on, can we put it on our stories in case people don't see the YouTube soon enough? Absolutely. And link on our podcast description. Yeah. I love these things. I love they, these things too. Anything but, that t- tells you about yourself. Is but just it's like so fifteen gratifying. things. It's, it's got to be like when it's fifteen it's things. Like, I'm like, I'm that one. I'm not that one. I'm mm-hmm. that one. Oh, I'm so that. <laughs> but one. honestly, no one's a good multitasker. It's proven that humans cannot focus on two things at once. There's just no no one who can do it. Yeah, there, it's just impossible. You think that you can pay attention to TikTok and listen to what someone's saying on the, the TV that show that you're watching, but you can't. You just go back and forth. There mm. isn't someone who can hear both those things and process them. It is truly impossible for humans to do that. It is not a thing. Even the younger generation? No, it's you not don't a think thing. Like it could evolve? No, I uh, the book I read that said that I forget which one because I'm reading so many of these fucking books right now. You're I'm multitasking just, books. I am. Yeah. You're multi-booking. But that I remember reading, <laughs> and some bestie will come up with the research for this, but it is proven that multitasking is not a thing. It's We think it is. I mean, we could do, we can go, oh, I'm going to do this while I have this going. Like, I'm going to chop these onions yeah. and have this on simmer and make it so it's timed out that this is caramelizing right when these are ready to go in. Of course. But hearing and knowing what two different things are saying impossible and i've tried it before try it out try to okay be here, on TikTok. talk to me and i'll be no, on TikTok. No. because here's the thing it's <laughs> but really try to see because what what happens is you realize your attention uh-huh. goes from one thing to the other thing it does not you can't you can almost guess what someone said at the beginning of a sentence that you didn't hear based on the end of the sentence so you think you know what the beginning of the sentence said but you actually didn't hear it I guess it depends on what the task is, <laughs> Which too, is, right? When did I quiz you, you about a show that you were watching TikTok on and you missed Squid like, Game? It was Squid Game. <laughs> you missed game. like huge plot points. Uh, you get it. Narcos, too. Narcos was the one I was like, dude, this is a different. And Squid Game, it's a I different was language. I more upset that I missed the TikToks watching Narcos. <laughs> I missed seven seconds of that one where the girl goes like this. I was like, what's in the middle? Um, What's in the middle? So, oh yeah, I fucking. He's doing a TikTok dance. I really tried to not do TikTok as much. I'm trying so hard. I take it off your phone. I never. I, I don't. Know. It's for me. It's alcohol. Nope. You don't get it. Mm. Other people can have it. You don't get to have it because and because you don't get to have it. You are no. I have not once 
had a moment where I go, that person is succeeding in life more than me because they have TikTok on their phone. It is always a conversation of my life is being overtaken by, there's never once where I feel left out because TikTok shows up on Reddit, the best ones. I asked you to send me the best ones. I people you can have people in your life that you go, hey, if you come across a TikTok, I don't have it anymore. If you come across one you like, will you send it to me? The only thing that's really good with TikTok is instructional videos. If you want to learn anything, yeah. If you want to learn a song real quick, four chords, give it to me. I don't want fucking a lot of these YouTube videos. It's two minutes of fluffer. It's like so when you get to the golf course, someone who is learning, yes, guitar from YouTube. That you just cut, you just go to the, you scan along and uh, you see you where the cord shows up on the right hand okay. screen, the side. There's ways to do it. TikTok is not actually, you need to learn things with someone explaining it, then explaining it again. And it's, that's why no one, none of these TikToks stick. People aren't really changing their lives <laughs> because of TikToks. I like one guy that changed his whole life from one TikTok. He's like, <laughs> you don't know, seven months ago. I'm not better than anyone because I don't do TikTok. I am so grateful that for me, it was something that I, the first time I did it, I go, this is, I, I, just an hour went by and I don't know what I saw, <laughs> what I got from it. The only thing I got was that I am jealous of a 10-year-old that I just saw that has better skin than me. And I don't need this shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel that way. It sounds weird with coffee. If I drink too much coffee, an hour will go by. I have no idea what happened. Oh, I have very whoa. short-term memory. Like, I didn't take anything in. Like, sometimes I'll drink so much caffeine before I hit golf balls. By the end of the day, I, I didn't. I, I, it's, it's a time travel, like a time warp. Coffee. And you don't get anything actually productive done? I'm doing things productive that you think would stick, but I don't even know if they stuck. But I guess they stuck. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe I'm just sensitive to coffee, but it, mm-hmm. you know, it's like anything. It's like if you tried to learn something on cocaine, maybe it wouldn't stick. Maybe it does. I Yeah. Does that make sense? Like no, it you, does you make ever sense. drink so much coffee where you're like, where did my morning where did that seven hours just go? Um, well, I relate when I've been on ADD meds where the whole day can get away from me because I'm hyper-focused on a couple different things or like I'm, but then I have a clean house. So something did get done and I don't remember (laughs) doing it like, but, and a lot of times with coffee as well, I can get this burst that I feel that I would feel on ADD meds of just like hyper-focused, interested, excited, and (laughs) And I don't, and I'm just trying to keep it going because it's such a good feeling. And like the despair and the uh, the depression I was feeling before is gone momentarily. Coffee is a wild drug. But how many how many things have been like agreed upon? It was like at the end of the day when the van, with the Canada trip, I was like, look. This is a sign that I shouldn't be going. I woke up in the morning. I had one cup of coffee. I go, I'm looking at flights. I'm ready to go. Because, like, yeah, like drugs so make us do things like, all the time. <laughs> but coffee isn't considered a drug, but it is. It obviously. is such a drug. It is, honestly, it's smoking <laughs> in the 60s. People don't know the damage coffee oh, is Are we going to all be getting cancer because of coffee, you think? Not cancer, but, I mean, it leads to early death because coffee is, I always think of it, I call it anxiety juice. You're drinking anxiety juice that's what someone <laughs> coined it as once and i heard that and now every time i think of it i was like yeah i give myself this energy but it it always turns into anxiety oh and you get it yeah i'm absolutely oh, hardcore man. addicted oh, to coffee I, I, as much I, I as anyone on skid row is addicted to fucking you new know, york city getting crocodile too much coffee and then being in the park and being like i'm just taking in the park and then that anxious comes in and the park feels like everyone's trying to murder all those guys are running at me mm. and then i get on the subway <laughs> all those guys 
I don't know. I just how's not being on Zoloft? It's really good. Yeah. Like I really, I, my brain's just different than what it was five years ago or whatever when it started. Mm-hmm. I still get bouts a little bit of depression. Yeah. But I don't know if it's not being in New York in that rat race kind of thing, like where I'm feeling pressure all the time. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. So far, so good. I'm not on any antidepressants or anything and it's you know sometimes people i feel like they almost like brag about it i just know that it's there if i need it Mm -hmm. which is nice to know i'm glad that i went through it because i do really feel like oh shit if shit hits the fan again i have something to lean on yes and you know it works which is almost enough to like kind of get through any kind of anxiousness but i haven't had a good reference like a good reference point of how you could feel and be right yes I think yeah. you're right. Like a lot of times you don't know how good it c- could be or how, and it makes, and it convinces you it is in your head. Yes. You know, it's not yes. just like, it's not your, it's something that can, can be cured by a pill. So like this thing isn't real. Like if you're having anxiety about having a heart attack, you're like, well, if I took this pill for two weeks, I wouldn't be worried about a heart attack. Well, clearly that pill's not helping my heart attack. So it's not a heart attack. Yes. It's my brain. It's so true. And I think your brain learns that. It adapts to that. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's, even if you're on the drug, again, it's like coffee. It's like, is is anything really working? Am I learning anything? Even if you're on Zoloft, you're learning that your thoughts aren't things, but they're like, you don't (laughs) allow them to race. You don't allow them to get to that next level and then that next level and the next you know you're in the er again yes for fucking three days thinking you're having a heart attack but really you just ate a spicy pepper like man i was just i i was feeling depressed this weekend and i was talking because i wasn't there (laughs) (laughs) possibly you know i wasn't having as much social interaction so that but um i was I decided to help someone else that was going through depression. And man, it just was so interesting how like you find the answers when you just get out of your own problem. And suddenly it's like, oh, this is what I needed to tell myself. I I didn't realize this works, but I was helping a friend with some like body issue stuff and I was having the same stuff. And, um, and it, it was so interesting. Like I found the answers in giving her the help like i was struggling with um you're like go to a starbucks walk by a black guy in a car I, <laughs> you'll feel great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i was like just you know i came and the the thing for me is like i had to remember that my body is not my business which is just something that you learn if if you're in recovery which never meant it made any sense to me because it seems like you can control it and you're like no if i starve myself then i lose weight like i've seen it happen before that's my control but then you don't realize that you, th- that then it be quickly becomes out of control either you starve yourself too much and you your life is miserable because you're hungry all the time and obsessed with food or you eventually let your guard down and you cannot stop eating and then you have this immense guilt and you know all this stuff so it's really not in your control and my friend i reached out to a friend being like i'm really struggling with body stuff i don't know why this is coming up for me and and she was just like well just ask god to help you be the size you want to be and i was like that seems we were both kind of commenting like that seems weird because being a size it shouldn't matter what size i should ask for acceptance about my size now and she was like no you can ask god like can you help me achieve a size where i feel comfortable because the size i feel comfortable in is not a sickly size it's just a little bit less than right now my clothes are i just don't want to buy new clothes yes and um i just want to feel comfortable in the clothes that i love and right now they're not comfortable now is this cool god or like 
Yeah. Like. No, this is just, this is honestly fucking, I don't know if it's the, you're asking the air, you're asking no, aliens. No, 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 I know. I'm just, I'm just picturing like a God being like, you better be a size two. Like, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. like a cool God. Yeah, this God. Uh, <laughs> so this is like a laid back, a, this is like a laid back God. Like, it's just. Nice and loving God. This God, I hate the word God. I really hate the word God, but to me, it just means it's just anything that's not me. Because I do not have control over my body. And I love hearing like it's none of your business. So I just ask politely, like in my mind, you know, even aloud, like, God, will you just like help my body be like what I would like it to be? I think of God, I think of my body and what I want it to be as something that's behind a counter at a front desk of a hotel. Like I can see it, but I don't get to go get it. Like I have to ask for help. And if I were to go get it, I could get in trouble. Like that's only gonna make my life. So it's something I just need help with. Like someone needs yes. to get. So, but are you looking for an answer from like? No, I know, you not know like what? An, but what are you looking for? I'm looking from, for just help, either with like. No, so you ask him, and then yeah. there's a silent. Like, what are you? What happens after you? I ask? don't know. Just I'm not starving. So you're just myself. putting it out there. I don't. I want to be maybe. Maybe it will look like. Uh, not being as emotional and eating my feelings. Maybe that will what it will look like for me. Maybe it's like my body will naturally like let go of some weight that I yeah. don't need, but it's not going to be because I'm starving or because I'm, it's not going to be anything that I'm doing to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to control this. But what happened was the next day I felt I like loved my body and it wasn't because I, maybe I lost weight, but I don't think I did. I think it was just like my, my thing was answered because I just, for me, what I thought I was asking for was a smaller body, but what I was given was, oh my God, I think I look like actually better like this. Like yeah. it, that's that was the answer. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Then it bubbled up again a, a couple days later. And then I remembered this Louise Hay quote that I love, which is God, the universe, whatever it is, is not going to keep giving you gifts if the gifts that you are given, you just go like, I don't even like this. Like, I don't want this. Like, I, want, I would yeah. not give you a, a single gift ever again. If every time I gave you a gift, you were like, it's not good enough. I don't like it. So being grateful is always the solution to having the things that you want in life given to you. Because it's not in your control whether you get things. Even if the answer to the gift isn't what you necessarily think well, you want or need. Well, I can be grateful I have hands. That's a gift that, like, if I didn't have hands, that would fucking suck. And I can be grateful for hands. You know, like that's the type of thing I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah, of being like, sense. I'm fat today, or whatever the fuck my brain is telling me. Like, uh, th- focus on a gift that I have been given that I'm so grateful for. And then the universe hears that and goes, Oh my God, I want to give that girl more gifts because she actually ex- appreciates it. Oh, there's nothing better than that. So that's the answer. Like, that is the answer when you're complaining about your life and every little thing, which I did about Air Canada. I'm a little bitch that complains all the time, but that. State of mind does not lead to more good things happening to you. It just doesn't. And I, I just thought that kind of like the gift analogy was kind of cool. Let's take a quick break and come back with top one, bottom one. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, we're back. It's time for top one, bottom one. Um, 
The category today is favors. Favors. Hmm. Things people ask of you. Now, that's obviously like kind of almost a, a negative in and of itself, but within any kind of category, there is going to be a best and a worst. Um, let's start with the worst kind of favor <laughs> to be asked of you. <laughs> Why do anytime I think of something like the worst, fa- like I think of Larry David, like I think of her, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it just like things like different scenes play in my head or like what would annoy him? Mm-hmm. Cause like <laughs> there could be giant favors that annoy you, right? Like, yeah. like, Hey, will you give me thirty thousand dollars? Obviously, that's like, or give me a hundred thousand dollars. That's a favor I love. You love that kind of favor, yeah, because it's just so black and white. I don't want to get to my favorite yet, but that is okay. Okay, so my I'll start with my least. No, 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 that was actually you gave me my answer. My least one was um, well, I just got asked it today. Uh, This is from a friend of mine who I've worked on a show with and he's someone that I just like reached out, you know, I just like love this little, this guy, he's a younger kid that's worked on a show and I just have an affection for him and he runs kind of depressed sometimes and I just talk to him about his life and he's just a sweetheart and he wrote to me, hey, I'm doing my first open mic at the end of this month. Can I record my little set and send it to you after for constructive criticism? And I wrote back, this is real. I would say yes, but I think you just have to go about it on your own in the beginning. I did not ask for help from people in the beginning because I knew I would suck and it's all about trial and error. You're too new to receive help. Give it a couple years and then I can start helping you. I'm really proud of you though. That is me. Like that is not something I would be able to do normally is tell people. I would usually say yes, but that would be lying to him. I don't want to give you help. I don't think you deserve it yet. I wouldn't ask a guitar virtuoso to help me mm-hmm. making a you know b minor chord i would just go online i would just help someone that was a little bit better than me you know or i would ask someone no you did a lot for that person in that instance i really do yeah. i think I'm, I'm being serious yeah i think depending on how they took that too and how they what they wrote back thank you for being honest with me and i appreciate you taking the time to get back to me on this exclamation mark exclamation mark exclamation mark and i said and i said Back to him, I said, of course, I love you and nothing changes that. Because I do. Yeah. That is a loving response because that is me sticking to my boundaries. He doesn't have a, he doesn't get to have access no. to. Because to, of somebody else. No, it doesn't. Not I would have never point. asked Chris Rock, not that I'm Chris Rock, but at, you know, in terms of how much better Chris Rock was than me at certain points in my yeah. career, even when I was like 10 years in, I would have never asked him for, I wouldn't ask him for advice now, you know? No, it's a good lesson to learn now as opposed to meaner people down the road that you ask a favor for or you think you deserve something just because you put in such minimal amount of effort you so many people feel like they deserve it way too early yes and whatever it is i'm so psyched for i did give him advice about just do it dude yeah like i'm happy to give advice about trying to do comedy but in terms of helping you write jokes you're gonna find out and you're gonna I you're gonna suck no one's gonna be good in the beginning there's nothing I can tell you at this point um look for help from people that are just a couple steps above you not a mile above you yeah there's nothing there's in stand-up there's really to really be good at stand there's no shortcut you just have to get on stage like it's not it's not ticked it's it's different than every other form it really I mean look a lot of people can be good and get but laughed don't you feel about pretty... about golf it's about hours as well yeah, I mean oh, yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. gonna be a natural going in it's a process yeah it's about the hours 
Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't write fucking Tiger Woods. Hey, can you look at my swing? I'm thinking about going to a driving the other or night, driving range. The guy that was driving me in Vancouver is in a band called Gob. That was like a huge band. They've done a bunch of stuff, and he's a guitarist. And so I saw my guitar and was like, "Do you play?" And I go, "Yeah," but like I, I'm two years in, and we were driving back, and he had just seen my show, and he was just very like so. He was just like, "I can't believe you're like that was insane." He was just very into it, and I, he was like, "So you gonna, what are you going to do the rest of the night?" I was like, "Going to go practice guitar." And then I go, I realize that you are, you've been playing guitar for, oh, I was talking to him. I go, at this point, if I wasn't as good as you're saying I am at stand up, there would be something wrong because I've done it so much that I'm an expert because of the hours I put in. I go, just like you at guitar. And I go, you know, you're probably so good because you, and, and you being on stage all the time, you just, you're just, you're probably nervous in the beginning and now you could do anything. You could play for any amount of people. And then we started talking about guitar and I got into the thing of like, I'm having trouble with my pick, holding my pick. But before I asked for advice, I said, I realized this is like someone, this would be you, you know, thinking about doing an open mic and asking me for like, yes. what's a good closer. But like, I'm struggling with my pick. I'm just putting that out there. And I didn't ask for advice. And then he gave me some that was not me asking for it. I was just explaining what my experience is instead for of sure. asking for it. And I was 30 when I moved to New York. And I swear to you, like, I did not even expect to get on a show, like a bar show. And partly I went the other way of seeing, thinking I didn't deserve anything That's until I put same. time in. I turned down so Dude, many things. Yeah. I, I was like, I can't do this show. I'm not, I only have these jokes from Florida. Like, I can't, but like, you know, I think there's a nice balance of thinking you deserve things and also that yes. you don't. So, like, I love the effort of like even writing that. There is something to um, asking for help and asking for advice that is difficult to to that, that you shouldn't be open to do to be able to do. And I hope that didn't shut that person down because like, no, yeah, you know oh, what I mean? A good response there. Yeah, I thought it was a good. Re- but I'm saying like there's a level. Oh, yeah. Reject re- with love. Reject yeah. with love. And also, but don't be afraid to ask for things if you think you deserve them. <laughs> Can I share another thing? The other day was like how she was getting uh, like a request from a girl that she to hang out. And she was like, I just really don't want to. I don't like I don't have an excuse other than like I just when I have free time, I want to spend it with my boyfriend. No new friends kind of thing. We're going to yes. bleep whoever's yes. name I just said. Yeah. So if you're wondering why we bleeped it, because I Tim just don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. So and I told her, I said, um, I, I wrote a response for her because I was like, because she goes, I'm just telling her like I'm busy and all these things. And I go, you're not busy. That doesn't, you don't need to lie. Yeah. You. So I gave her an example of something that I had said to someone of like, I don't have time for my friends in my own life, my family, like they come first and I just don't have time for friends. Like I gave her a response, but she was like, I just don't know how you are honest with people. And then I remembered that Emil witnessed me being extremely honest with someone um, the other night. <laughs> but wait, wait, did did that person send that to that other person? Yeah. And that, how was the response? She never wrote back to me, so I'm guessing it went well. If there would have oh. been more conflict, I, I, I assure dead. you. She might be dead. So Emil wrote the other night, he goes, and I'm not going to say, I'm going to use the name James instead of the real person's name. He goes, okay, I can't stop thinking about, <laughs> this was at the cellar the other night. <laughs> he goes, I can't stop thinking about when James said, hey, will you let me know next time you're in town? And you straight up were like, no, I won't do that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I said that. That's amazing. I won't. I didn't want to lie. I don't want to lie and be like, I will. And I just go, 
there was more to it than that. I said, honestly, I'm not going to, but it's not because I don't like you. I just don't, I don't write my best. Like, sometimes yes. I forget. And I go, and I'll, I, I always know I'm going to see you at the seller and I count on that, but I'm not, I, I'm never going to let you know beforehand. And he handled it. He was just like, it wasn't rude. It was loving actually, because I was like, I do love seeing you. But I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna lie to you right now and say I'm gonna let you. <laughs> I had a very similar moment to that recently, but I didn't do it to the person's face. face because someone else goes, "Hey, oh, you're going to that city. You should call, blah blah blah, or sure. let them know that you're in town." I go, "I'm like, I like that person, but like, I gotta focus on doing a. Sh Once I start opening up those floodgates, then I'm like, oh no, I gotta call 15 people to let them know. I have an. I have a, a website. I put it on my shows on Instagram." Like, I can't, like, but I like that person. Yeah, It has nothing. Uh, but my least favorite favor, back to that, uh, I guess we should go to those, uh, the, uh, <laughs> you know, the whole thing. But uh, the, the top one, bottom one, least favorite favor, <laughs> I don't like when someone has their phone on them and they could easily, and they go, what's, what's the weather tomorrow? When did your show start? What what show? Um, what time even is the show tonight? Now. What's the weather tomorrow? You have a phone. You yeah. know your phone's in your hand. Yeah. Why are you asking me? Is it really about the weather? Is that a real one? Yeah, that's a real thing. Like oh, like little wow. like a little thing like that. Like or like, you know, it's like well, you. <laughs> oh my God. you I just what's remembered that? one that was just similar to this. I'm I'm sorry to share these real life examples, but there's a bestie who wrote me for tickets to the uh, like meet and greets because yeah. he couldn't afford them or whatever. And he goes, um, so, you know, a month ago he wrote me, is there anything I need to know to do? Just let me know. And I said, they'll be there at the box office under your name. He said, awesome. Thank you. And then I get on Friday night before the show or at Friday at 1 p.m. Hey, thanks again for the tickets tonight. Can't wait. Just wondering if it'll still be at the box office before we head down. And I wrote back, why would that have changed? Why would that have changed, Jesse? <laughs> And I met Jesse after the show. He's a very nice, very, yeah. very nice and very gracious and grateful. But it was just, and he, and he wrote back, ha ha, I didn't think so. We just live farther away. So just wanted to make sure. I get it. But I told you where they were going to be. Yes. And it, it was sweet to follow up, but I I couldn't just tell him yes. I had to be like, why did you ask Yes. I, well, I guess his, in his thought process, I guess, is that if he gets there late, will the box office be closed? Or, like, yeah. I'm about to drive seven hours. I didn't realize he's coming from fucking Saskatchewan. Oh, so yeah, it, it Saskatchewan. Made, yeah. And he was lovely, and I love that I'm even able to say Jesse because I know that he, he would laugh at that. But he was so sweet and said the nicest things after the show. So And, and he knows that I was kind of annoyed by that because of what I wrote back. But I just, those kinds of things where it's like, I already told you. Or, like, just look it up, you know? Yeah. Also, the also, I do that all the time too. So I'm just projecting. By Don't the be way, mad at me, Jesse. Uh, the thing that I'm upset about, I also probably do. Sure. But like the, the what is the weather? The little favor. Sometimes turns, though, but you've been outside and I want to know the weather because I don't feel like looking because you have to go to your phone and you have to go and sometimes it says it's and raining and weather it's can not be different than indoor today. Weather. The weather yes. app you were working with on the 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 computer stuff and I didn't want to bother you about the weather, but I so I looked it up. It said it was raining. Put on my rain boots, put on my rain jacket. Not raining. Brought my umbrella. No reason to do all that. So it would have been helpful. Let's go to final thought and let's uh, go through these. Noah, what is your least favorite? Least Favor. favorite is when a friend asks me to tag along to when they're meeting other people. 
and it oh. um, it happened to me this weekend. Like a friend of mine was meeting this couple online that she had never met before, and um, like a swingers thing. Well, the Tinder swing. Uh, it so initially I was like, you know, sh- they're just like in a group together of like um. Uh, I don't want to say exactly, but like a common yeah. thing, right? Okay. And uh, and she invited me. They all have herpes. And herpes, we'll just assume. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's out. It's bad. They're bleeding. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not at all. She invited me. She's like, oh, you know, like the the UFC match is going to be on at the at the bar that we're going to. So I'm like, okay, fine, I'll go. The like two hours before, she texts me that she found out that the guy um, from this couple is also, um, he runs like a swingers slash unicorn group. Mm. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, okay, um, so how did this conversation go? Are, are you sure he's not inviting you for to, to kind of get to know you and your yes. husband? Yes. For like a wife swap thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm glad that no, I it's pushed just book my- club. Yeah. 50 Shades <laughs> of Grey is all we read over and over. Yeah. So I'm glad that I went. Um, it was kind of awkward at first. They so turned out to be very nice me, people. You're telling me the favor you don't like is being the the like kind of designated friend just in case this person that they're meeting is weird. Or boring. Yeah. Uh, like I've been, I've what been about when I, I invited Andrew <laughs> on a lunch. date with me on a lunch date because I was nervous? <laughs> See, is that a thing you would be like, ugh, it's not I would do no. this on your own, Nikki. To meet a guy, like if, if one of my girlfriends wants me to come along because she's meeting a guy that she's interested in, I w- that's okay. I, I would go. But this is more of like a social thing where it's like, oh, you guys made this plan and now you're kind of roping me into it. Now I have to suffer through mm. this thing that I yes. don't want to go to because you're, I get that. And you know what? Um, that is kind of like a favor that I have asked of people before because I'm, I have social anx- you know, yeah. anxiety going into something. Um and it's nice to hear that that's a thing that's annoying because to me, that's not a favor that bugs me as much because I'm like, oh, I'm a great plus one. Like, I will make this so fun for you because I have no, no dog in this fight, you know? Yeah. Um, literally, I've been to a dog fight and I'm like, my, Luigi's not competing today, so I'm going to have so much fun. <laughs> Look, Michael but, Vick needed you there. <laughs> but um, I would say that favors can be so much better if they are acknowledged for how grateful you are for that person doing them. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. as soon as that guy wrote back, thank you so much, and wrote all, like, I was like, this guy could ask me a million times if they're at the box office because he's so grateful um, for the thing. Um, and I think that's something nice to remember is that bad favors, if you're hearing one that you often ask of people here, as long as you're showing gratitude, you'll, I would do anything. That's the thing, though. A little favor gets no gratitude because it's a little favor. Mm. So then it could be asked a lot. It reminds me a lot of the curb your uh, curb scene where he's at the dinner table, someone spills something, and the lady goes, "Someone get him a napkin." And Larry goes, "Why don't you get him a napkin?" Yes. Like, why am I right. the one getting the napkin? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, like, that that is a common one with you because there's. I, I and I, I totally get it. Like it's not my thing. That doesn't bother me for some reason. Because, but it to- makes total sense why that's annoying. Because there's no gratitude involved because it's such a little thing. Yes. But yes. But then it builds up. To I a remember big thing. one time I asked my boyfriend to get me something that I could have gotten. I just yeah. didn't want to get up from the couch. My feet were in the massage <laughs> thing, by the way. That that does affect it. And he later said to me, he goes, "Don't treat me like you treat your friends. Just bossing them around to do things." for you ah. and it made me realize i do do that like when i 
when I'm just a mildly inconvenienced in a way that maybe they aren't, I would ask you to go get that bowl for me because my feet are in this thing when really I could just turn off the thing and go get it. And I might not say please and thank you in the way that I should for that minor thing because I'm thinking it's three but steps. But then that would feel like too big of a thing. Yes. Like a big thank you. It's like, no, I just got your fucking bowl. And then I don't sometimes need a people go, well, like, what are you thanking me for? Like they make <laughs> you feel bad about it. But it did wake me up to like, oh, I do that to my friends. I just assume that my friends... Oh, like people that I that love me unconditionally, I could just boss them around. And I like that he said that because he was like, "I'm not, I'm not that guy." And I'm like, "Well, I don't want you to be talked like to like that, and I don't want to talk to my friends like that either." It was a good wake up call. Let's get what to our top, top favor. Yeah, top favor. My favorite favor, and uh, this is not to be asked for. Yes, from okay. yes. This is not telling. Like I will not be heeding any requests for this okay but when people that are very in need of money that i love and care about in my life and this is a small list of people when they are when life has handed them unlucky situations bad families that have led them to struggle more than others like people think that i've gotten my riches because i've worked of course i've worked hard but i've also been born with a brain that makes it easy for me to work hard and like have a I can do 45 podcasts back to back. Some people can't. And it's oh, not because they, they're lazy. No, back to back, I said, not at the same time. <laughs> um, I also What's had that parents called? that were extremely supportive of me to pursue this wild career that paid off. I also grew up with parents who taught me please and thank yous. So I've been nice enough to make friends and people have given me things because I'm not, you know, like my talent isn't all just like I worked hard and you didn't. And my money is like because I, of course, I've earned my money. But I love, love helping my friends financially who need it with no, like you have to pay me backness. Oh, it's the best. Um, because I believe that I've been, I'm lucky. And some people are just unlucky, not because they're lazy, not because they are, you know, addict. sometimes they are addicts, but it's not, I don't give money um, to friends. I like, I like helping friends in that way. It's really hard though, because a lot of friends are so deeply com- uncomfortable by being assisted buy my extra money or my family um, because it's awkward, you know, when you, you feel like you're a handout. Like yeah, it's yeah. a handout because you're like this poor person. But to me, I've ex- I've received money from friends before when I was not doing well and with no expectation of paying back and I haven't paid it back because it was given as a gift, not as a loan, which is a different thing. And I was able to take it because I knew that that person, I make... I make a lot of money for what I do and I do it because I like helping people with my money, whether it's organizations and I'm not trying to be like, I'm just a saint. There's something about it that feels so, so good to me sometimes that it's almost better for me than it is for them. Like when I'm Mm -hmm. able to give my family or my friends money when they're going through something, it makes me feel so much. And it's not because I'm like, they owe me. It's I maybe subconsciously there's something there. I don't want to rule it out because what do I know what's going on in my brain? But I truly never, I don't even remember the amounts I give. I have friends that are like, I owe you blank this much money. And I go, I don't even know. I didn't even know that. I don't keep tabs. Maybe that's irresponsible, but I love that. I, that's what I work for is to be able to help people in need. And I hope that someone who I've given money to can hear this and know that there's no resentment. There's no me being like, you're so sad and I'm mm-hmm. not. There's nothing of that. It's like I got, I won the lottery essentially and well, now I get to share it. What's interesting with those things is that 
like the two different favors. Like one is someone that's starting out something and asking for a favor and you're like, well, you don't deserve this yet, right? This mm-hmm. access or like this, this um, whatever, this knowledge yet yeah. from me because unless you work hard for it. Yeah. If that's like same person asks for money, I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Like, well, for me, there's. I feel like if someone asks for money, they need to because I've been that. No per- one even asks me for money ever. I just give it. Bef- they are just telling me about their life, and I go, I know what this would do for you. Just take it. I've never been asked for money. But are they as are they telling you no, to ask? No, no, because they fight it too, and and if they fight it enough, I don't give it. I really don't. Or I say, pay me back. That's fine. Usually, I just try to do it. Like like Carlisle, I've given her money in the past. And she always pays me back. And let me just say, if you are someone who has lent money to people, you never get paid back. That's why I don't expect it. If you expect it, you're just going to end up, they don't pay you back. Carlisle always paid me back, even when I'm like, please do not. Please yeah. keep that money because this was a gift for being, you've you've earned it in being my friend and helping me through. Like, And I don't even remember it. When you give me this money back, I go, what is this? But I will say that the difference is... um. I that my money that I'm giving you will actually help you. The advice I'm giving you for like the jokes and stuff beyond telling you to move the mic stand out of the way and do it as much as possible. There's nothing I can, there's nothing. My, my advice for you stand up wise is not going to help you right now. I it's, it's you, you, that's not the way to get help. And the best way to get money from friends or like family is to work on yourself. In regards to money, because I've been in situations where I lost all my money and like I was in debt, yeah, and I wasn't helping myself. I started drinking more. I wouldn't give you money. That's what I'm saying. But that's 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 the rub, though, because it's like you don't want to help someone that's not trying to help themselves. Yeah. But that person that can't even help themselves because they're already in debt well, are the people that need the money more. Well, I would give you money if themselves. I realized that the money, if you were someone that. But you see what I'm saying, though? Because no, it's but hard that's to... what I'm saying. Then I would give you money because yeah. if I knew that that money was going to take you out of debt and make it so that you could get your life started, I would gladly give you yeah. that money. It's I wouldn't give it to you if I saw this guy who had no intention of getting his life turned around was down like had had no ambition. Uh, but thus, what comes but, first, the no ambition? Well, no I would talk to them and the, say, yeah. well, is this money going to get... And by the way, once you give someone money, it's not your money to do anything with. But before I gave it out, I would... If that would help that person mm-hmm. get at, get to a spot where I think that ambition would flow for them, 100% I would. And am I the judge of when ambition's going to come? No. Sometimes I've given money and I'm sure it's not gone to the right places. But I will say that... Um, I'm interested in getting a man in my life that I can just funnel a lot of money to and he can take women out on private jets <laughs> excursions. I'm looking to be swindled is what I'm saying. This is you want to get circle. swindled by your own money? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, so Andrew, what is your favorite favor? Uh, my favorite favor, I think, is when people ask me for like creative advice. Like when you ask me for joke advice oh, or yeah. like... Or like if someone like is like, hey, can you watch this? And they really want to, whatever, use my mind, my creative mind. Yes. Because I do, you well, know. that's your. That feels good. That, I mean, I'm, I love hearing that because that is for me where like, that's what I missed about you on the road to like bring this full circle. Like that, um, I I probably this like year on the road ask you to like watch certain parts of my set because I like, I really want to like punch it up and you're the king of like, I always say about you, not only do I like having you around because you just are always 
you make things light for me and fun and you don't like overthink things, but you are someone where I can just go, I need a funny thing for this. And the, and I've said it before, the first thing that comes out of your mouth is the most genius thing ever. And I have to like tweak it to make it for me. But like you are someone that, um, thank God for you for so many things, not only just with F boy, I mean, perfect strangers too, but like <laughs> when I brought you to write for me, like you, you're some, I, I'm usually like coming at it with like, I got to fit into this dress later. And I have to hair, have my hair and makeup. You can just, I can go, Hey, can you come up with like 10 things that remember that one thing we did on perfect strangers, this was hilarious. And that was my favorite. Are we talking about a pool? Yes. Yes. That was the best. Well, that was funny because I could do that for, we were doing this thing on life. perfect strangers too. That was like to promote the show. I'm going to make this real quick. No, I promise. Um, my favorite I'm asking you is please. Let us I have one have more, two more I, even though I know you're doing this for me. Okay. She's like, so, give me money. I'm like, come with me later to, uh, so, um, we w- we had to do this thing where you wrote a bunch of things for me. It was like um, date scenarios where it's like, is this a red flag? Oh, yeah, it's a, a, on a first date. Is it a red flag or is it a, like green, keep flag. green flag? And so the scenarios at first I were thinking were supposed to be like real things that would really be polarizing in terms of like, I wouldn't mind that. Well, I would. And we're going to put them on Instagram and people are going to vote. And I wanted them to be like not obviously red flags, like not funny. And then, so Andrew sent me all, I didn't make it clear enough. I was like, I want them to be polarizing. And I think he meant, he was like, okay, so set in a, like a cold climate or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you a polar like, bear. You, you sent me all these ones that were not polarizing. They were like very obvious red flags, but they were hilarious. Yes. They were like, over your the first top date, red flag. Your first date pushes you down the stairs and says like, you deserve it, bitch. And then like, fucks your mother on top of your fuck, head. Yes, something like that. Yeah. Those kinds. And I was, I was laughing so hard at how, bad these were and like how they were off the assignment but they were so funny so then we go to shoot it and i wrote all these ones that were actually polarizing like you know he says that he's still friends with his ex stuff like that that some people are like fuck no and other people are like i don't care and they just weren't fun they weren't working because i was just like that who cares you know like really who cares and then while we're shooting we just start making them insane and then that's when andrew's standing by and starts like pitching me things i mean it was so fucking funny that was the that was the most fun you me and bill had on the entire set was pitching out those absurd things that we ended up using all those ones i mean we would and dude that's whatever that was should be a show because (laughs) yes we've never been funnier than those five minutes of like because I was saying, I'm like, what this, happened like, when you're dating a guy? Is this a red flag yeah. or a green flag? You go to a guy's house and you you you, you go to a guy's out. house for the first time. You open the fridge and inside is just one head of lettuce and a head, a human's head. What would you do? Would, would you, you do? a totally accept it? He's into weird things. Like it was, but it was done with this like quirky, uh, and it just was becoming so fucking. This guy insane. lives with his parents. Who happened to have in the same house where they died six months ago? Yes, yes, it was so fun. Anyhow, so stay tuned. We yeah. gotta go. Thank you for listening. Um, this week I'm going to talk about the besties I met uh, uh, while in Canada. The gifts they gave me to give Andrew. I didn't get around to today. Oh. Um, please come see me in Nashville if you have friends in Nashville. The tickets are low for that, and I'm only admitting it here on the podcast. I don't know why, but. Oh. I haven't been to Nashville in a while. I, they're just telling me to make a TikTok today, and I'm like, the tickets must be not selling well. Mm-hmm. I'm not embarrassed of it. Who gives a shit? But if you do have friends in Nashville or you live in Nashville, I'd love for you to come to the show and support me so I don't feel like a total um, 
jackass. But Winnipeg and Vancouver, you guys stepped up, sold out Texas. both shows. Texas. Um, and Texas, uh, obviously, this weekend, uh, three different places in Texas. NikkiGlazer.com um, to check out the tour. We have merch for sale, uh, podshop.nikkiglazer.com to buy Bestie merch. Um, love you guys so much. Don't be care and chess me for money. Jasper. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.